0: to pretend you're someone else. Can you explain further about how to do that?
1: Okay, it's a good trick. You pretend you're one of them. Right. See, they're used to what you're looking at. So say the CIA or the FBI or Google or anybody wants to track what you're buying and selling. Right. So what I do is to hide my tracks. I go on one place, like what I'm really interested in. Then I start going into totally different things. And so, one of the things I found out, if I pretend I'm a wholesaler and I want to buy dangerous chemicals, they say, oh, this guy's okay, and they start to let you in your sights. So, I can find out that these chemicals that are used as health food elements are actually used as chemicals and because they think I'm one of them, and they let me in their sights. Otherwise, they put you in a bubble. They claim it's to help you. Oh, we know what you're interested in, so we'll only give you what you're interested in. Well then you can't find out the opposite side of the story. So I pretend I'm I can pretend I want to know about machine guns or I want to know about uh, automobiles. I can pretend I'm an automobile mechanic or whatever I want to find out about. You pretend you're one of them. And best to pretend you're a wholesaler. I'm a wholesaler of dangerous chemicals, and so I'm interested what is it what is in the the trick is what is the price? What, how can I what's the cheapest price I can get on uh, on the uh, Tylenol or something so like that? You, and they give it to you and then they give you the information.
0: So you actually go on these websites and and send them emails through their website uh, pretending you want to buy No,
1: I go to the actual site. I just go to the site like I'm looking for. No, it. Once, that's what I mean. You go they to the site. See,
0: yeah. So then Google knows that you asked how much a barrel of whatever. They know that. And so when you do the searches the next day and later, they think you're they're that smart? They think you're a wholesaler now just because you want they to? They do.
1: You can God. pull them. No yeah, we I, don't I do get it anything. all the time.
0: No, no wonder we don't get anything I, good from Google if they do that.
1: <laughs> See, Google is the best search engine of all. Sure. They have everything <clears> there, but they don't have it to the average person. It won't come up for them because they think you're a victim. You're buying this stupid product and you're a victim so they can withhold it from you but when you pretend you're one of them i want to buy it to sell it to these sheep bots then they say okay here's the prices we'll get we can make you a real deal on this and then you can find out that fish oil is done by fracking companies sold yeah. by fracking companies and the chemicals to uh, to uh to uh to neutralize them are done by fracking companies by monsanto by dupont by these other uh companies that uh, we have no idea monsanto has known about uh yellow fat disease since the 1960s and they've been making products to neutralize it a shipping a company shipping fish oil has to have ethoxyquin a monsanto product or its equivalent by law to ship anything across the ocean and you don't hear that at all but if you pretend you're one of them and you want to buy some ethoxyquin or whatever and give me a what company has the best deal then you find out all the companies that's why on my yellow fat disease compendium i've got a lot of those companies listed you won't find them anyplace else
0: and that's how you discover a lot of weird stuff going on because you, they think you're one of them it's interesting
1: I found out about InBev by using that same technique within five minutes. I asked Vibrant Gauss, She was a witness. I said, see, people don't find they They just believe what they see that's in front of them on social media or on Google searches. And they don't go to find out, uh, pretend that they're one of them. And they want to find out how they can make money with them, too, or invest in stock. Pretend you're, I want to buy stock in InBev. And then right away, they tell you all the good stuff. It's so easy, it takes minutes while everybody else is, uh, you don't find it. I mean, how do you, who else is finding Michael Milken or all these other people and where they live and what they do and how long they've been in business and et cetera? It's really easy.
2: So
0: I, I'd like to understand, but are you saying that even after one visit to their website, pretending to be somebody else, then Google kind of puts you in there? category a new category one they
1: average you out you got to be doing it a lot you got to pretend you're one of them a lot it's called social engineering when you use the telephone but you can use it on google too yeah and google to me i have a love hate affair they give me information that took me in in weeks I can find out what took me years at medical libraries and university libraries and public libraries all over the country. Uh, God knows I've had well over a hundred library cards and been in so many libraries where I didn't have a library card on a regular ongoing basis and now thanks to Google so i hate them and i love them <laughs> they're they're nefarious they're involved with uh biotechnology and all kinds of things but by god you can't get information like that any place else in the world forget duck, duck go and all these other ones they claim they can compete they don't have it they, they have to go to google to yeah. get what they get
0: yeah so and in my understanding none of them are private correct all of them duck, duck go and
1: they all oh, they all know exactly what you're doing okay. forever. forever. Yeah, they know everything.
0: Forever. <laughs> hey brother Dude, would you do me a favor? I I would like to go down. I need a little hit of something. This water is not getting it. I want to go downstairs and I just got some fresh orange juice. I want to get a glass. Okay? Will you Sure? Would you tell folks how orange juice saved your life when I'm going to Ghana? Go yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yes. a, a good story. I'll be I'll be right back.
1: I will tell the story. In fact, uh, if Joe is still listening, the uh, orange juice will build your thyroid quite nicely too. Okay, Uh, I studied with Master Chen in Fayetteville, Texas, and took a workshop, and for the first time in my life, uh, my feet swelled up, so I had like edema, so I was kind of concerned. And then after that, I started getting tingling in my feet, which I thought was my shoes, And it wasn't my shoes at all. It was actually having some kind of edema problem. So uh, fast forward a few years. I'm now in Montecito hanging out here with Vibrant Gal. And my feet swelled up really large. And then I noticed that my right foot was slightly swollen all the time. And the swelling went down. Then I had a really bad episode where it swelled up like a waste paper basket. And now I thought I was on the way out. At that time, I was eating a can of tuna a night and plus mayonnaise and things I probably shouldn't have been eating along with it. And I heard the term yellow fat disease from, for the first time from Ray Pete, and didn't look it up for a year to see what it was. When I did, I realized that I had yellow fat disease. And here were my symptoms edema I had uh, if I wiped my butt with tissue, I got blood on it, my gums, if I blotted it, if I put an orange against my gums, blood would come out. I had easy bruising, I had purpura, which are these spots that just start bruising for no reason, plus easy bruising, calluses on the back of my uh calves, stiff muscles, all kinds of things. So I gave up tuna. I gave up mayo. I did at least three or four oranges a day at that point. And within a month or two, all of those syndromes went away. I can wipe my butt with sandpaper to this day. This was in 2015. We're talking eight years now. My right ankle is the same size as my left ankle now. They're no difference between them and all of these happen just by following that one curry picking from Ray Pete protocol because i think he made some mistakes patrick and i even think his re- his recommendation of aspirin could have caused his stroke hmm. i really think that you have to be really careful with, with aspirin, aspirin. Yeah, and I'm... a lot of ray Peters aren't going to like that but that's, that's right. what i think
0: so when you i heard the whole thing cuz i could i just turned up the volume when i went downstairs Um, when you, when you cut out the tuna and all that, is there any way to know the impact of cutting all that stuff out or the OJ must've been a combination of both?
1: You know, I also did kale. So I I did a lot of, and like Ray Pete said to uh, boil the heck out of it, you know, for two or three hours and then eat it. And so there were multiple things, but uh, so I can't say exactly. I know oranges were one of the things that were very important. Kale, I'm sure, had the K in it. I did more sun. I did red light things mm. like that. And uh, I'm totally different. I, I really think I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Ray Pete. So I have I have great res- respect for Ray because oh, he saved sure. my life. Sure. Uh, just by finding randomly that thing about yellow fat disease was the main thing. And then I realized I had it.
0: Boy, aren't you You cannot
1: as- eat that much tuna. And I was lucky i bought the cheaper tuna because i didn't have the money to get the water packed so a lot of it would go into the olive oil and i figured it was cheap olive oil so i poured it off and ate the tuna and a lot of the uh, a lot of it went in there Mm. i feel guilty i'm not eating salmon i need to eat salmon it's better for me but i love the red salmon and that's like five dollars a can and i eat a whole can of it at night so Tuna was causing, cost, costing me at Trader Joe's 99 cents a can, you know, for, for oil packed uh, tuna instead of paying $3 or more for water packed tuna. So actually, not having enough money at the time saved my life, maybe.
0: I had a Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network. Stay right there. Let me tell you about a few things that we do here, and you can uh, maybe try some of them. We have a a website that's been here since uh, 2008. Adam Bergstrom, who you may know, was the first guest. It was August 6th at 2008, and you can still hear that show on our website. So we have 15 years of audio files. 15 years. Adam's on a lot, um, Ray Pete, Andrew Goss, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, and all kinds of people over 15 years. That's all there for you, absolutely no cost. So jump on One Radio Network. If you're watching on video, hit the subscribe button. Hit that little bell thing so we notify you when we put up new shows. And consider going to our website, Sharon has a link to our store on video, or if you're on audio, just to our website, and look at some of the products that we promote. We have a great, a great uh, suite of products, everything from the Relax Far Infrared Sauna, the Hydrogen Machine. I don't talk about that much, man. I really like it, too. I need to. Hydrogen Machine, Relax Far Infrared Sauna, uh, Sir Thrival products, Pine Pollen is on sale right now. He's promo code Restore or Sulphur. People have been buying Sulphur for 15 years. I still use it almost every day of my life. We have the Air Purifier, all kinds of great products. Bio, BioAge, it's a wonderful um, green product. Probably one of the best one in the world. Really good stuff. And then you can then donate if you just want to donate some. Oh, and also Fred Jacewski, and U.S. Coin Capital. And on Sathrival, they have pine pollen, colostrum, shaga reishi, uh, elk velvet antler. is a really cool um, uh, um, product now, which is um, forest, uh, like real ancient kind of trees. Um, walnuts, walnut powder. You can put that in your smoothie, the colostrum in your smoothie. Some really good products. Vitamin D, K2. And digestive bitters. I love that one. This is from Sir Thrival. Digestive bitters. Just oranges and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. So you can just do this. Whew. So, good stuff. So thanks for your support. If you see some products in our store um, that you like, they'd be great. Or just donate, and uh, we'd be happy to take your Take your dollars and we appreciate it very much. Very, very much. Know the Source on One Radio Network. That's a great picture there. How long, how old is that picture, do you know?
1: Uh, probably a year or two before I moved here to Montecito, I would guess about 2008, 2009, 2010, somewhere along there. <laughs> it was taken by my buddy Rico Cavalia at Ageless Living. He's another uh, guy against uh, or pro longevity. <laughs> Good friend of mine. What's his name? He's a drummer, a rock star, and a uh, and does. Uh, shows on longevity he might make a good guess sometimes
0: good his, guy what's his name
1: Rico Cavellia he's he's written books on uh, how to make healthy food in uh, in 5 minutes oh uh, cool. uh, what yeah. does he call it as a those were his my favorite books when i was first introduced uh, to him by a mutual friend he sent me copies of those books and those are my favorites but he's done a lot of shows and he's done exercise he's an exercise guy oh, cool. he used to uh, he was hired with Jack LaLanne to uh, represent certain companies in different times and he knew Jack really well he's known a lot of those stars and he's had a long history in the San Diego area with fitness and longevity
0: would you send me his website Lincoln though?
1: I sure will. I'll check him out. I sure will. Yeah, Yeah, he's a great guy. I haven't talked to him for a long time now, but uh, but uh, Mm -hmm. I can I can get in touch with him.
0: That'd be great. Um, So there's more more um, Orwellian stuff coming out on gas stoves. I know that you guys in California are the leading the pack, and these people they want to outlaw gas stoves. Crazy gas heating crazy
1: what that would really leave us in the lurch because when they turn the power off here which they do it regularly we just missed my last show they turned it off the day after we had the show on wednesday so thursday we were out of power well we can't eat uh, we we don't have any We would not have any hot water, but now because of gas, we have hot water at least where we can wash our hands and do things like that and uh, do dishes at least while while we're Mm -hmm. not on the internet or using electricity.
0: Well, in my opinion, that's what this is about. They keep saying it's about saving people money. Come on. They want to control the energy, and they can't control gas because it's harder to control it, right? It's separate from the electrical grid, which they can control. And a lot of people, like I do, have a tank out in our, buried under the ground, propane. They can't control that. And they want to outlaw gas stoves because they want to control everything that we do. I mean, it's as simple as that, right? There's no, you know.
1: They want to even control the sun. You, you know, they had, the yeah. tip-off to the rip-off was they <laughs> baited people uh if you get on solar you can sell it back to us at this price and everything like that so everybody including our landlords went for the bait and they put it in what a good deal then the electrical company realized that they're getting off the grid so okay they made the california legislature change the rules now instead of getting uh 15 20 percent for your electricity you got three percent and not only that but they bill you they fine you for being off the for having your own no. solar deal no. so that they can sell you they want to ship it and lose all that electricity in the shipping to your house when when they actually have solar good enough that you could be off the grid entirely oh yeah even ten years ago when people went solar I told them don't go for they sell them back get off completely. Figure out other ways yeah, to get off. and just disconnect. not fall yeah. for that.
0: Just disconnect. That's right. Wow. Amazing. The
1: solar power has increased so much, they're lying about the ingots. I, I have a friend of mine that's in the industry. I should know. Uh, it's And if you look back, they had solar-powered outhouses in Florida in 1906, for God's sake. It's not hard to even use mirrors. When I was in Bellingham, Washington, I aimed mirrors and warmed up uh, our house with a simple mirror. That's not even an ingot or anything like that. And we had sunshine inside by just moving mirrors you could make up one with electricity to move the mirror in your house to warm it up there's so many tricks paint your roof black and then put a white over it during the other seasons to go with currents uh, with uh, air flows and everything's like that you know they have these uh, air lifts that planes right. sometimes mm-hmm. go in uh, thermals mm-hmm. that you ride up well here you can walk in a canyon and feel the breeze coming down like like uh, a current it's really warm right there and then you go past the, the canyon and you don't get it same thing you build your home appropriately you aim at certain ways there are so many ways to live free they do not want they mm-hmm. want you to have an expensive car with computer deal i could buy a car for 125 dollars when i got out of high school and i did off a car lot You could buy a car for 25 (laughs) bucks. Try and buy a car now for 25 bucks. You can't do it. Or for
0: 2,500. You can't even buy for 20. You know, I think that this, uh, all this electrical car thing, in my opinion, that's all about the same thing. Uh, Because they can control the electricity. Just turn it off. How are you going to charge your car?
1: Same thing. They wanna turn you off and they wanna make it it's way more expensive. You could build a car and sell it for five hundred dollars to this day. They don't wanna do that. They want you to they want they don't want middle-class people to own things they want you to they want to put you in a 15-minute city and make you a prisoner and whether you call it a technocracy or a totalitarian society they want to tell you what to do to be able to and fix, replace you with a lot of it to be able to
0: fix things too and i know this is going way back but we, you know our first car i think was a my brother and i 52 chevy and it ran fine it ran as fast as you want to go you know, you could get air conditioning, you know, separate at the time, if you want. I mean, what else do you need? Um, and we we used to go down to Western Auto and if our fuel pump went out, we go out and put a fuel pump in. Boom. Easy yep. peasy. Pep boys uh, too. Uh, yeah, pep boys. boys. You could you could change the spark plugs. We had a little thing that would did the gauges, the carburetors. We knew how to put a little gas in there to, to restart it, put our hand over it. You could do anything. You could roll it down the hill and pop the clutch and start the car. These computers, all it is is a bunch of computers and you can't do anything. It's filled with computers. They don't want you knowing anything about that because what do you need all these computers for? Does the car go faster down the road? I I think it's all just made up crap. I think it's just all made up. Just to complicate your life. That's all they want to do. That's all they want
1: to do. It uh, is, and I can vouch. I had a '52 Chevy. That was my it? second car. Yeah. <laughs> a '52 Chevy, and it was so easy to change the oil. Everything. To get underneath it. The transmission fluid. All of that was so simple to do.
0: We used to pull out transmissions if a car needed a transmission. We didn't. I mean, you, you could just look under there and see how to do it. I mean, can you imagine doing that today? Oh,
1: yeah. No, I wasn't a good enough mechanic, but my friends did. In fact, one of my friends became. Uh, famous he ended up buying hot rod magazine and all that he was the uh, he was the owner the editor of that John Deanna he was a famous hot rodder and you can find him uh, I I had relocated on the internet but now everybody of my (laughs) friends that I relocated is
2: dead
0: (laughs) wow the good old days you think we'll ever go back there and I don't know maybe maybe there'll be a whole segment of the the country that's going to Wants to kind of turn back to the to the land. You know, or,
1: it, it's I th- don't think they realized with the freedom we had. There I were know. no seat belts. There were no. Uh, it was a cross seat. You could make out in the seat. You could have the drive-in movie. Uh, there were no uh, smog devices. There were none of that stuff. We could. Be, in fact, I have actually played a trick on a friend on the dirt road. I was driving and I jumped out of the car, <laughs> and he. Uh, he, got, he had to jump over on the other side and get a hold of the wheel. <laughs> I got a road rash on that one. But we would play practical jokes like that. And could you do this today? I had a convertible. <laughs> uh, and I would uh, be in the back seat doing the wheel. And my friend would be hidden using the brake. And I'd say brake, gas, brake, gas. So here's this guy sitting and standing up in the back seat driving down the highway. And people looking, how is he doing that? <laughs> We had all kinds of friends, you know, take, and we would grab a friend and open the trunk and throw him in the trunk and drive off like we were kidnapping people. We did all kinds, all kinds of things. I'm sure people that. are
0: thinking, listen, to these guys that have been around forever talking, getting these old stories. Uh, remember, remember the drive-in movies? Two or a car load was $5? Two or carload, car load,
1: $5. <laughs> you bet. You bet. Oh, my God. Yeah, I went to lots of drive-in movies. In fact, I lived next to a drive-in movie, so we snuck over the fence every week. I saw every double feature that came to the Laurel Drive-In Theater, which I lived right right, practically across the street from.
0: Those were the days, boy. Life was so simple. And I remember when we were, I can't believe we keep talking like this, but what the hell, uh, when when we were kids, I mean... We didn't watch television. I mean, we weren't even allowed to watch television. Maybe, maybe we could watch uh, cartoons on Saturday or something like that. That's it. So you either, you went outside and you played ball or played soccer or you built a fort. I don't know. That's what we, we just did stuff. And now, you know, the kids, you know, the kids are on the way home from school. They're, oh, man. No wonder. I
1: saw four like, teenage girls in Santa in San Diego walking down the street side by side all talking on the phone to other people. Four of them. Yeah. And I saw a skateboarder talking on a cell phone while he's skateboarding down a hill in well, if, traffic.
0: If there's some little souls listening in heaven who want to come down and be my kid when I have children, which I will, <laughs> you don't want to come here with me cuz there'll be no television, there'll be no phones there's going to be no internet it's not going to do it i'm just not going to be involved i'm just not going to do it i don't
1: you know when i was a kid in uh when i got woke up within five minutes i was outside five minutes just boom i drank my mother prepared eggnog and orange juice i drank swig swig and out the door i could drink both of those beverages in less than a minute i was out the door (laughs) And that was it till till she would call. I was uh, just Ingvar Bergstrom Jr. So she would call, Junior Dennis. (laughs) And we would hear him. We'd be about four or five blocks away or six blocks away. We'd come for lunch. And then we're gone again. And then dinner time, the same thing. We were gone all day. We we, We watched a little bit of TV, maybe a cowboy movie once in a while, but almost never. We loved the outside.
0: What did you guys do all day?
1: we played in the swamp we lived in the new jersey swamp and so we went with our hip boots and went through the the uh the weeds we climbed trees and our big thing how many bruises can you collect <laughs> i've collected and counted in the bathtub as many as 36 bruises That's was great. my record you gotta love that and we thought it was really cool to <laughs> oh, get i thought bruised. it was
0: cool too yeah
1: yeah we would ride bicycles and jump off them and the bicycles were so good you could crash them over and over and over again. They still worked. I've tried to do that today. Last bicycle I had was when I was at Fayetteville at that ranch. It lasted for a year. It was a quality bicycle, too. One year and it broke down.
0: Really enjoy your show this morning with Adam. Thanks for having him on. How are you doing with the heat, Patrick, from Helen? we were doing okay. You know, it's it's spicy out, but, uh, God, you know, we have an air conditioner. And, you know, I went for him. I don't know, uh, 20 years without an air... 20... I don't know, maybe 22 years without an air conditioner. I've only had an air conditioner as of last year. I, I did yeah, okay. We, of course, you know.
1: we don't really need one here because no. this is more like a temperate zone because we're right by the ocean. It acts like a an air conditioner during the summer and like a uh, heater during the uh, winter. So it's very mild. In fact... Uh, Carpinteria, California, right down the street from us, was said to be the most even temperature in the entire United States of really? any place else. It was so even, and world's safest beach, and a, and the most even temperature was like compared to the Garden of Eden. I'll be done. And it really is. It's really great climate here. We uh, we get some hot days, but very few. And uh, except for talk about global warming the one heat wave we had was before i was born in about 1848 before the civil war 140 degrees no 100 actually more birds fell out of the sky fishermen passed out cows died and were cooked 140 the they forget about that
0: 140 before the civil war in california well wow.
1: it, it was a record for the entire united states until finally Death Valley in the 1930s surpassed it by one degree. Hmm. Yeah, it was called a, uh, God, I forget what they call that type of phenomena. It's a very rare phenomena, but it got 140 degrees. And we had a writer, a local writer, write about that because he was dissing carbon dioxide. uh, I mean, dissing our fixation with getting rid of carbon dioxide and saying, look, that heat was back there. And as for floods, there was a harbor by the Santa Barbara airport. That's not there anymore. It was filled in by a flood, a giant flood bigger than the one we had here in 2017. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, this whole thing is nuts. It's
1: um, all made up. It's it, all and made it's up. so amazing that people can fall for this. I, know. Oh, I just don't get it.
0: And you know, it's as you know, it's driving everything that's Green New Deal, right? Because if you put that at the top of the list, then you get all this stuff gas stoves, electric cars. Uh, pay for this, you know, it's all about control. Control, control, we just want to control you. And, and there are millions of people believe that man uh, made the earth warmer now. I mean, they really believe it. I mean, I'm serious.
1: Well, here's the funny thing. The, the coal has actually affected the climate in a good way. Really? It's made, the deserts are starting to green again. They don't tell you that, but they're not going to now. If you cut the carbon down to the degree that they want, there's no life on earth possible. You, so it's a fiction. It's a total fiction. We die without carbon dioxide because it starts us breathing and it makes vegetables grow. Yeah. You don't get any vegetables without carbon dioxide. What you know, are they thinking? That's the part they're that I keep nuts.
0: missing. So it's really about the food supply, too, not only, right, to control us, but then to cut down the amount of food so we'll eat their bugs or whatever they want.
1: They want to cut it down. And we listen to a guy now, I always tend to pick the unpopular uh, causes, Gary Masioka. He says that the only, you don't need compost. Compost kills plants. And see, they make it more complicated, like you got to do all these things. All you need is dirt, and the best thing to grow something in is beach sand. All you need is beach sand, organic, maybe a little fertilizer on top, provided by Mm. fallen leaves off the plant itself, and you get a plant. You don't need all these complicated combinations and everything like that at all. What's his name? And it's true. Dirt is what things grow in. They grow in glass. You can grow... You can grow food in spun glass. What's what's his name? His name is Gary Matsuoka. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but I'll send you a yeah, link send to me a guy.
0: Uh, let's check him out.
1: And he said he said academia has taken over that you need compost. He says compost like like tomatoes will grow in compost. They're, they're, yeah, they'll, they'll grow, grow anywhere. In pure chicken manure because they have been bred that way. But if you take chicken if you take tomatoes And you plant them a second time, they won't do well because they have their dead relatives in there, the roots. Hmm. And the third one, they won't grow at all. You can't get it. Hmm. They'll all die. Because he compared it to a plant. Plants don't eat plants. (laughs) If you put the same plant in there, it would be like, uh, if I have a fish in my kitchen, great. If I have a a mammal in my kitchen, okay. Okay. If I have an insect in my kitchen, fine. But if I have my dead grandma in the kitchen, you mm-hmm. think I'm going to put up with that? Well, plants feel the same way. That's my dead relatives. But if you take a plant of a different type, like uh, not related to a t- uh, tomato, they will uh, be okay. Uh you can uh, you can grow any other plant because they regard it the same way. It's not related to my species, so I don't care. I don't care about humans. I'll grow on humans even, <laughs> but I'm not going to grow on my own relatives.
0: <laughs> change out my battery here. So- I'll talk to you while I change out my battery. Yeah, we we uh, did some shows with a fellow by the name of uh, Don Jansen. I think um, I don't know. Twelve years ago, a long time. ago. And he, he did a thing, Adam, where he just had rocks in a big raised bed, just rocks, you know, from like little pebbles and stuff. And then he would um, fill it with ocean water, not pure ocean water, but ocean water, dilute it to a certain level. I think it was about, I, I think it's about 1,200 parts per million, P- TDS, TDS meter, 1,200, something like that. You can listen to the shows on one radio network. And he would just flood that thing and put the plants in there, you know, small plants you'd buy, and it would just, and, and these things would go crazy. There was no soil, there was no, there was no fertilizer, there was just ocean water, and, and it was crazy. I mean, really good stuff. He would sell it down in, Cal- in Florida.
1: They even have aeroponics, where you grow things in midair. air. <laughs> so oh. how does that happen because the major food of plants are carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide. and oxygen they need oxygen for their roots and they need uh to survive they breathe like we do but then they make carbon dioxide for their food and their protein and their sugars and everything else they make so they just need a minimum of minerals of potassium and phosphorus and all of that supplied by the very leaves that fall on the on the plant in the forest you don't fertilize it and they don't you, you if you don't have all that compost you cannot overwater a plant. That's a new concept. When you have a nursery now, they put a tag, do not overwater, especially avocado trees. Right. Avocado trees, if you don't use compost or recycled forest products, which means wood chips, you have no problem. an avocado plant tree can unless you add the compost it won't die. Then you get sewer gasses. When you get that black soil, you are getting basically sewage and sewer gases, and you suffocate the plants and the roots by overwatering because that's where they get their oxygen, and they can't get it because the sewage is oxidized and takes it away. So, hmm. so all the nurseries in in the world practically claim that you need recycled wood products to grow your things in. One of the reasons nurseries don't sell sand, though. You ever see how much sand weighs? Yeah, really. It's the perfect soil, but it weighs it weighs uh, a lot more than wood chips, for sure. So that's why they sell the wood chips, because uh, now, keat and uh, volcanic ash, light, and some of those things are good soils, too, because they don't, you don't want organic stuff in the soil. You want to feed them the organic stuff. You want inorganic. Dirt is inorganic. It's, it's uh, it's sand, silt, and clay. they're all basically quartz, all of them with a little bit Glass. in the clay mm-hmm. and some other mixtures, and even clay, which supposedly will drown a plant they they will be overwatered no way, no way unless you add compost. Mm-hmm. you add a certain amount of compost, you need a little fertilizer, like in professional farming, they use less than one percent to fertilize all that soil they don't need. Some nurseries sell 50% fertilizer. You're supposed to grow it in their dead relatives. And of course, plants don't survive in it. But we're taught over and over again uh, to academia. The colleges perpetuate this myth.
0: And then CO2, of course, now is the devil. And uh, yeah, we got to do that. We got to do the CO2 thing, repeat stuff someday, don't we? We're going to do that. We're going to figure out how to, you know. Did you see the suit? I sent you the suit
1: regularly. It's a way to protein. If you want to build muscles, bag breathe. Do it at night, though, because what Repeat didn't say, you have a slight danger of having a heart attack by using too much carbon dioxide during the day. It's a minor danger, but why take a chance? Carbon dioxide is much more active at night and healthier for you from actually 10 at night till 10 in the morning is carbon dioxide bag breathing time.
0: Okay, so 10 at night, 10 in the morning, just breathe carbon dioxide, and and it's going to help me build more muscle if I do that a lot?
1: It builds muscles, yeah. See, here's the funny thing. If hydrogen creates ph and acidity where's the hydrogen and carbon dioxide but it's an acid (laughs) it makes you acidic and makes you build muscle
0: so acidity helps you build muscle right acidity
1: acidity Hmm. proper acidity yeah and in most cases full body acidity uh, makes you the, the the acidity you measure in your urine your saliva and all of that that's bogus that's not in you anymore it's out of you even the blood is not technically in you it's out of you it, it's part of the oxygenation system coming in and coming out that supplies our cells inside the cell and in the interstitial fluid and the lymphatics so those are bogus measurements the only thing the blood will tell you if your de- body is in total danger of over acidity because it's so overloaded. Now it affects the blood. Otherwise, it's so buffered by the blood that you don't have to worry about pH until you get a disease yeah. or yeah. a stress or a problem. Well said, or
0: Adam. Adam Brookstrom. A few more emails, and we'll go have lunch or something. I would like to ask <clears throat> Adam for helpful suggestions. How to get rid of tendons, tendencies for kidney stones, calcium. Okay. Are kidney stones too much calcium or?
1: Uh, they're <clears throat> actually. One time, when I was doing written newsletters, and one day maybe I'll reproduce them, I found over 20 reasons you can get kidney stones, including cranberry juice. Hmm. That's a very rare one, fortunately. Most people drinking cranberry juice aren't going to get it, and sometimes it can help. But the the real secret is to keep the bladder flowing. In our society, they tell you to hold uh, don't go to the bathroom until you have specific times at your break and people tend to hold it. Well, that's one of the major causes of kidney stones. Wow. Primitive people had kidney stones, but they would just urinate right on the spot. Well, and one of the major <clears throat> tricks that I do, I go to the bathroom and I'm done urinating. No, I'm not. All you have to do is massage around the bladder and you'll be surprised. You can get another yeah. uh, another... Four ounces or more of pee out yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the stuff that sits and causes either the uric acid, uh, the calcium phosphate, or the various type of stones, the infectious type, which is uh, another way we get get them. And as long as you keep it clear, you're, you're getting rid of it. It doesn't matter if you have oxalates, if you have uh, phosphates, whatever you have. It's not going to make a difference. If you squeeze them out and that's how you do it.
0: And where's the bladder?
1: Yeah, just massage the bladder. Where is it?
0: Where where do we find it?
1: Oh, if you press on the pubic bone right above it, which happens to be a bladder uh, neurolymphatic point too, uh, you automatically uh, find it. And often, surprisingly, uh, because we're used to pooping out of the left side of our body, through the, where the descending colon is. But I find a lot of times by massaging on the right side of my bladder, <laughs> makes me go to the bathroom. Oh, I can't get the
0: camera yeah. down, but it's just right, just the pubic bone. I'm feeling I, it actually now. Actually on
1: top of the pubic bone. And that's yep. where the bladder is, right you, there. You can also massage the pubic bone itself or neurolymphatic points, but if you go and kind of press under the pubic bone mm-hmm. and around the sides of it, automatically she start also reflexes you go around the belly and things like that and it will actually reflex to the bladder and if you massage your scalp you can go to the bathroom through a reflex if you look at our head this is a big bladder my head is a big bladder and what are your ears the kidneys and what are the eustachian tubes the ureters that connect the kidneys to the bladder and what is the esophagus the urethra there it is humorous we have a bladder with kidneys and all above, and we have one below. As I, above, so, so low. below.
0: I probably should have dropped my drawers and really showed everybody where it was, and then maybe the <laughs> AI girl would call me, you know.
1: It <laughs> pays to advertise, Patrick. <laughs> you got to advertise. You gotta have a lot of love letters. Come coming, on, you
0: know. What are you gonna, okay, here's an email. <laughs> what are the <laughs> safest foods to gain much-needed weight for a type 2 diabetic? Okay. Type 2 diabetic, Uh, we could talk about that, but then he wants to do what kind of foods because he needs to gain some weight, right?
1: Well, a type 2 diabetic, though, that's a whole subject in itself that uh, I could go into. But what you basically need is uh, carbohydrates. And if if you feel bad about eating those simple sugars and things like that, you can simply add butter and make sure the carbohydrates are well cooked. They will actually add muscle mass because really? most of muscle mass is actually fat and gas and uh and sugar in there there's surprisingly little protein now you need good proteins if you're a meat eater it's pretty obvious that you can have a a, a beef or organ meats and things like that mm-hmm. and even a dry a dry fish not a dried fish but an oilless uh type of fish yeah. like cod and things like that mm-hmm. and uh and uh, just eating enough of it, and then also, when you work out at the gym, drink cold liquids while you work out, and you'll expand your muscle and get it to hold the, uh, the blood in the muscle longer, which causes more muscle growth. Before you then work you also out, combine... the cold
0: water, before you work out, before?
1: Yeah, okay. cold water. Okay. I, 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 once, uh, hmm. I once experimented with that and found out by going to the gym... And coming back from the gym and drinking eight ounces of water or less, six ounces, I could gain five pounds. Now, that's supposed to be impossible. So something else is going on in pressurization. But then you can yawn and fart it away. Uh, You can do that. But the trick is you now get the muscle inflated. You basically extend what's called the muscle pump where it's filled with blood. And the blood there keeps feeding the muscles and cleaning the lactic acid out, so you're going to get more rest. Yeah, Yeah. so automatically by holding it, though you will get a weight weight gain. It's kind of deceptive, but you get. But you hold it in there. And then you can yawn and stretch afterwards and clear out the muscles so that you can get new growth. And then carbon dioxide is acidic, of course, doing what we were talking about, bag breathing would help. And don't overwork. Some people overtrain. Some people can do it. I, I have known people that trained eight hours a day and they had no problem. But most people, don't if they to, overtrain, though, huh? they tend to break down too yeah. much muscle and get yeah. too much lactic acid.
0: I, I, I like the, uh, I get a, Really um, cost-effective Italian, um, just mineral water, and it's got the naturally carbonated, the bubbly things. I I really like that. Is that good? The bubbly, naturally carbonated.
1: Not really, but it's Mm. not really harmful. It doesn't see. How come carbonated water alkalizes you, but carbon dioxide acidifies you? It's a mystery there. And Ray-Pete never successfully answered. I don't that. know. Now, he's not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to no. belabor that point. But, uh, but I've always wondered about that. There is actually hydrogen and other things in e- either baking soda or, or carbonated beverages, and it alkalizes you. I mean, what's his name? simoncini He wrote simoncini. books about yeah, how to yeah. work on cancer by but naturally, alkalizing. naturally
0: carbonated water. And let's assume that it really is naturally, and they don't do it. That's a big assumption. It's okay though. It's just not going to hurt you. I mean.
1: I I don't think okay. it hurts people. I I think sometimes when you people see people addicted to carbonated beverages, it's usually a grief issue that grief. they have. Okay. If they're addicted to sugar issues, it's often a they're not doing well enough. You'll find out because it affects the different hmm. valves in the stomach. One affects the upper valve, the cardiac valve, and one the pyloric valve. When you're not doing well enough, that's your power chakra versus your heartbreak chakra. Heartbreak chakra. So you find that. But if you typically occasionally, what what's the deal? It's not going to hurt yeah. anybody. And it, even can really give you a boost if you're a marathon runner hmm. at, to, to alkalize yourself to keep the lactic acid at bay. So it can actually help.
0: Um, Carson writes, pals are having fun with your male-female side energies. Wild to see how true it is. Now we're geek to clear some trauma or the steps to do that. Okay, they're geeking out, they're nerding out on clearing trauma now that they figure out the left side is the male. You want some tips on that. Okay, good question.
1: Learn to mind hack, but there are other ways. Say a person doesn't know what the trauma is. When we say we're under pressure, we are under pressure. We're under pounds per square inch of pressure, 14.7 pounds at sea level. So what you want to do is release the excess pressure in the body. There's only two main orifices to do that, the oral way and and the Southern way. So you either uh, uh, have flatus or farts and get rid of it that way, or you get it through this way. By yawning and stretching, and particularly slow yawning, Mm -hmm. if you yawn above seven seconds, you build up carbon dioxide in a good way that helps you build muscle. Mm. If you get carbon dioxide in your intestines, you get gas. So you don't want it down south. That's another problem with drinking too many carbonated beverages. You get too much down south as long as you're having flatus, uh, gas, farts, whatever. That's fine. You're clear of that. But but anyway, so, uh, building muscle, uh, carbohydrates, protein, and, uh, and acidify yourself, which is an anabolic effect of acidifying yourself, total body acidity I'm talking about, not stomach acidity or splenic acidity or cellular acidity, total body.
0: But Carson was asking mostly about trauma, so let's address that. And so how does he clear these traumas out? Did we go there?
1: yeah it, again the yawning instruction okay. otherwise the only way you really know is to find out what the specific trauma right. is and that would what mind hacking for the for the millions does you get a specific trauma and it can be so dramatic because this is the most dramatic thing that's ever happened to me when doing mind hacking i'm going to repeat the story a woman came to me that was dying of a disease i don't even remember what the what they diagnosed her with and it turned out that during the session, they came out that she had forgotten, actually forgotten, that her father had abused her, and that she had a, and she got pregnant and had an abortion. Hmm. She did not remember the sex. She did not remember the pregnancy. She did not remember the abortion. When she did. She was miraculously cured of her disease and lived for seven or eight years more. I I lost track of her. I don't know what she finally did die of. But she had been given one month to live when I worked on her. That's how important traumas can be. And that's the most serious kind. But if it's important to a person, it's important. One time I worked on a lady who had lost her son in a fatal accident. And her husband divorced her after that. And she cried and cried and cried. Then... I worked on my second client was someone who had lost a boyfriend that she had only known for three months and she sobbing her eyes out. And that's when I realized it's the same thing. <clears throat> Something about survival makes this one person just as threatened by losing this boyfriend as this woman who lost her son, actually lost him physically in death and then her husband divorced her mm. too. Wow. So if it's important to you, the thing is to detach yourself from the person and uh, and divert yourself onto other happy things. In other words, be happy, watch comedy movies, and and do a lot of yawning and stretching. But by knowing the specific thing, often just knowing exactly what the moment of trauma was will get rid of the trauma just, by knowing the instant. Just like to know being sexually mm-hmm. molested, for instance. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, not not all of us are sexually molested, have that type of trauma. But I'll tell you, Patrick, I was amazed how many women are sexually molested since I became a therapist. Really? I was blown away. And how serious people have traumas that that look perfectly healthy. You know, before I was into being a therapist, I walked down the street. Why? Everybody's healthier than I am. And then... I told them what I'd do. Hey, by the way, what do you do for this and that? And they'd give me a list of things they've had surgeries for and serious diseases, and at first it blew my mind. Now I'm used to it that the people out there that look so healthy aren't necessarily healthy.
0: Yeah, wow. So so these, these women that have been sexually molested, the ones, I don't know the percentage, you can put that, that actually... Um, know that they have been and they just haven't dealt with it or how, how
1: a lot of them know about it. In know. that case she didn't know about it. She okay. totally repressed it which made it a life and death issue. Oh. Now I I came across one woman that uh she uh she was watching me do a session on a friend and I realized she really wanted the session herself. And so she told me something about uh so so we arranged a session. I looked at her foot and there's a certain kind of foot. I'm not going to reveal it. I'll tell you later, but not to the audience because they're going to get – they have problems with it. There's a type of foot that shows that a woman's going to have an abortion, oh. that they're subject to either a spontaneous one or a orchestrated one. And so I saw it in this person. So I grabbed a hold of her feet and I said, have you had a problem with a relationship? And she said – Uh, not really my boyfriend and I get along pretty well and then I said I'm talking about a former relationship and she tightened up on the left side like just like like that and she said yes but it's it's too embarrassing and I can't tell you about it I said it doesn't matter I already know about it but the point is you, you want to get rid of it and when she realized I knew then she told me I found out I had I had three abortions and one a child and my mother had one abortion and three children and i'm i'm in verse <laughs> so anyway it was a really weird trauma but i i told even before i started mind hacking but mind hacking when i mentioned the former relationship her left leg became like a two by four it just locked up wow. totally wow. so uh, i've had a lot of women who actually had that trauma they often blame when they have an abortion, by the way, or when they're, when they're seduced by the father, they blame the mother. Nine out of ten times. I found that out before I talked to standard psychotherapists who said, yeah, we know that already. But I found it on my own without having to read it in a book or go to an expert. So that's the beauty of mind hacking. You find out things that uh, I found out quite a few things on the person's feet that uh, I found out later reading in the book to validate it. Oh, it's always good to get backup yeah, information yeah, yeah. to make sure you're not yeah. full of beans. <laughs> well,
0: I hope they're organic beans that's been soaked and sprouted. If they are, uh, okay. oh, One
1: quick synchronicity, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned cilantro, and I just wrote on Facebook, and Joe might listen to this. I just wrote on Facebook yesterday a quote that I found from Madonna Lay that I didn't remember. Cilantro is good for gas. <laughs>
0: It is. Really. <laughs>
1: it's
0: come on. No, oh, interesting. Okay, final one. then we'll have lunch. Now that I'm all juiced up. This is Ronnie <laughs> in Florida. I really enjoy your show with Adam. I'm 65. I don't have hardly any wrinkles. I'm lucky, but I've got eye bags that'll beat the band. I don't know what that means. I guess a big one. eye bags. Does Adam know the cause and the cure of bags under the eyes? This comes up from time it, to time. It, Have you ever figured it out?
1: It, it could be dropped stomach. Dropped stomach? When there are actual bags coming out there, it could be actually dropped stomach. The, the stomach tends to, as people age, quote unquote, right. they tend to drop their organs and prolapse them. And this is a stomach meridian right here. Where? The Show reason me where the stomach wake meridian up in, is. Uh, right, right here. Right at the. With, at the oh, that, that the bone?
0: Eye. With the bone there?
1: Yep. Okay. Right at the bone That's level.
0: That's a stomach meridian?
1: that's why when people wake up in the morning what do they do they rub right into that eye there oh. to get their appetite stimulated okay so there's a definite reflex over there now one thing you can do mechanically is do headstands, shoulder stands to get the blood into that area and get it to raise up and actually if you can get blood circulation in there uh, you could even take niacin. I'd be careful how much you use. But uh, ways to get blood circulation in there to reactivate the tissue. And it's a sign of general tissue weakness. So bag breathing at night could actually
2: help hmm.
0: that too. So, Ron, he, so if he goes inverted, the blood will go into where the bags are? What's in the bags now? Just water or- who knows
1: well they just start to hang because they're not used so a lot of times they actually tell you don't do facial exercises because it'll make wrinkles not true true. what you do is like free form dancing you do free form facial expressions we tend to do certain facial discussions so start watching Jim Carrey (laughs) other (laughs) comedians and make all these different faces and you'll actually strengthen the muscles if you do do the same exercise over and over like punch your jaw over and over you're going to get wrinkles yeah, yeah. but if you do all different type of exercises yeah, that's <laughs> exactly that's exactly what you want to do and you have fun doing it yeah, too sure. it's a lot of fun and it's good do it for all the, the fact time. It,
0: it strengthens all the muscles when you do that right?
1: it strengthens the muscles and gets them evenly balanced it's not just you don't get a mu- you get a muscle rut by doing this so in the gym the trick is to go this way slightly this way this way slightly that way slightly that way all these different angles you never get a muscle rut or a cramps and uh mm. and uh things of that nature and you don't get wrinkles
0: so ronnie does inversion is going to get the blood into the area that's just kind of hanging there and those are the bags right uh, any it's
1: going to take maybe years of doing that really you know, take years to get there <laughs> yeah. so any, it might take it, but any, sometimes you'd be surprised. I've often it heard that this area,
0: that uh, the under the eyes of kidneys, is that true?
1: Well, it's partly, it's kidneys, it's stomach, uh, it actually can be involved with gallbladder and uh, bladder too, but hmm. kidney is one of the places is that, I would say, liver is more involved with it though. Really? And also, some of it... It's a thinning of the cellular walls. So as it thins, you can see the blood through there. So you want to thicken that tissue. And one way is to regular massage when you get the black circles, the, the bags that hang down, that's more related to prolapse type issues. And you can do reflexes to the eyes in various places. Remember we talked about the face being a bladder. So you can actually work down in that area to actually help it too. Headstands, shoulder stands, uh, those kind of things uh, help quite a lot.
0: Are you talking about like these little things that you can feel on the eye socket? Yep, you
1: can on the eye socket? pinch them. Right? Loose flesh. People get plastic surgery to it, for it. And that's one way, but uh, it, it's better to do natural methods if you can. You could mesmerize yourself to self-mesmerize yourself to make them go away too. And then also you could find out who's the matter because everything I've found, no matter what, is always connected to a who. And I can't say that the who caused that or this caused that, but I know they're always connected. So it's good to break the link between the who and what that's about.
0: How in the heck would you, you know, know, you know who? mother
1: say, yeah. someone could have criticized someone. Oh, look, they have bags under your eyes. And then, and then you say, yeah, they do. And then you get them. Karma. So it can be something as simple as that.
0: But so you would need a, another person to do the feet thing and the mind hacking to find out who's the matter, right?
1: Yep. And there's another trick. Just like you can fool Google, we tend to forget that we're we are multiple people, and we dream that we're one person. And actually, we can be billionaires, we can be winos, we can be anything we want. We can change our personality. So if you study acting, look how some actors do so well. That's the same actor in that same movie. I didn't recognize him. There are some actors that are so good at those personality changes, and it actually helps your health, because then you can have the survival instincts of this person, and under another circumstances, this person. You can be a ship captain, you can be an airplane pilot, you can be a skier, you can have all these personalities. One time when I was taking workshops from, don't even remember his name now, he told us to, when you go out uh, traveling next time, when someone asks what you do, Make up something. Yeah. So I did. I went. What are you? I'm a plumber. You're a plumber? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is it very interesting? I had to kind of fake it. And that woman to this day in the ni- 1970s, uh, probably still, if she's still alive, thinks I'm a plumber. And yeah, she d- met a plumber on the plane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's interesting about the about the Sam actors.
1: Sam Keen. That was the guy who took the <clears throat> workshop. Remember Sam Keen?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Sam King. Mm-hmm. Well, kid, what do you think? Three hours. I guess people have had enough of us for three hours, huh? Eh?
1: <laughs> time to uh, time to drink more <clears throat> coffee in my big coffee cup here. <laughs> do you drink a lot of coffee? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I drink. Uh, they say five cups a day is the best, so I do five cups a day. Is that right? Do you just most do it, of it in the morning?
0: Do it black, just black, or do you put cream or?
1: Oh no, I put sugar in it. Sugar now, and. <laughs> When we can get cream, we're mm. going to the market every two weeks now, we get whole raw cream, wow. so I put it in there too. That's Vibrant right. Vibrant Gal especially, she puts a lot of cream boy. in it.
0: It's, boy, you get that raw cream in, in coffee or, or even a little green tea, it's just like heaven, it's
1: right? It's good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, we we buy uh, a quart of cream every two weeks. We mm. Mm. Whole cream. Ray just Pete like low-fat milk, not me. Man. No, I,
0: I never did get that. <laughs> why no he did that? With <laughs> I never did question him on it, of course, because he was right. Pete knew. Who am I to question him? So, but I never, you know, <laughs> he would say this low-fat, and I never got that. You know, I just, I just, I never got the idea behind that. Fat is me good. Me either. Fat is good, right? He, you know.
1: I also noticed something. I was a milkman briefly for yeah. weird reasons. I became a milkman to experiment with it, and. We were told that if a person is out of town for just a couple of days, you can leave cream on their doorstep, but never leave low-fat or no-fat milk on it be because it will spoil. Hmm. And that affected me at that point because Lay said the worst milk you can drink is the low-fat milk. You want it with the fat in sure. because the lactic acid is actually in the part that isn't the fat. But as long as you're getting the fat, that's the whole purpose of ghee. It's total butter fat. It's just butter So fat, right? uh, I questioned Ray Pete about that. And again, he's not here to defend himself, <laughs> so I don't want to pursue <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> and to Ray, Crete, Ray Pete's credit, somebody sent me a picture. I think it was one of the hippie food stores around the country where they have corn chips, organic corn chips, with nixtamalized corn and cooked in avocado oil. Now, I would buy that. You know, I, just for fun. I if you wanted to think. have a chip, you know. But I haven't found—I haven't been able to find. I keep looking at all the hippie food stores I go to. So that'd be fun to try that just for fun, huh? <laughs>
1: a lot of them they do. When you buy tr- uh, corn uh, tortillas yeah. and things like that, you'll see that there are definitely, they don't use that word, but they, they use the calcium uh, oh, do they? product <clears> on <throat> it to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so you can find them. And I've eaten my share of those. So, Ray Pete, we follow a lot of what he said. Don't get me wrong. We cherry pick some things and criticize certain things like we always do. You never disagree. You never agree totally with the person. But he saved my life. And he also helped me save some other people's lives, too. So, all credit to Ray Pete. And
0: he was just, I miss him, too. You're going to get me crying. He, He just, there was something sweet and gentle about him, you know, that was just, such a pleasure to talk to him how often did we have one was it about a year or so did we have maybe i don't know Huh? was it i don't even remember you know me i don't do time so i don't keep track of those yeah. i don't know.
1: well you've had him. you had you first had him on in 2015 i think right a couple of then times you started getting him regular for a couple of years at least was it that Two or long three years was, wow i think it was it was a long time
0: yeah i remember yeah. the day i emailed him i said you know people really like you would you come on uh Once a month? And he goes, he just lights back one word, yes. That was it.
1: He was so easy to get along with, yeah. (laughs) yeah. By the way, people don't realize, he recommended my compendium, my Yellow Pad compendium. Did he?
0: Really? Oh, cool. But,
1: But he didn't give the name, because at that point when I sent it to him, he thought it was a manuscript so there's a show with two women on he says oh someone wrote a book about it i've got the manuscript and and i'll I'll get you the name but he never did get back to (laughs) him or or if they did i don't know about it but that's that's what i sent him Uh he thanked me very much and we did communicate by email and certain questions and i wish i would communicated more now looking back yeah it was so easy to access, so what, accessible. I heard stories about people who had diseases that he talked to daily really? to help them, you know, a, for free. Yeah, what a wonderful, he, he,
0: never, he never even thought about charging anybody. For that.
1: The what guy a, was amazing. What a wonderful yeah, man. It may, it, you talk about philanthropy. That guy was a philanthropist. Yeah. Ray yeah. Pete just loved him, loved how, him, missed him.
0: How long did he have his body before it left? He's about 80, 85 years? Uh, he
1: was 86. 86. He made it to 86, yeah. so that's a pretty good record. Pretty good run. He, you know? had a, he had a lot of stress in his life, too, that he went through. You know, he was a logger. He was all these oh. other things before that. And imagine being under pressure by everybody criticizing him because he was against just about everything yeah. there was. That takes a lot of uh, energy, sucks energy out of a body to, to, to know that your, your tribe doesn't like you (laughs) that the basically basic the mass of humanity hates your guts and that you only have a small circle of friends it weighs on you yeah it's no fun
0: after after him telling us about nixtamalization that he learned in mexico i found a place online where you can get organic um, yellow corn nixtamalized and i bought some of that and every now i don't do a lot of carbs but every now and then i really feel like a carby thing so I cook this Nyxmalized corn with a lot of butter, some olive oil. Mm. It, it reminds you when you were a kid eating cream of wheat or, you know, really, you know, nourishing in a very spiritual way. You know, it's like, you know, really, um, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, just nourishes the emotions when you have those kind of mm-hmm. warm cereals, you know.
1: Did you They're good. I, I've spent time down in uh, Yalapa, Mexico with my friend Christina Ponzo, who hmm. one time operated, and may still be operating, the only solar restaurant in the world. But she uh, she would get her tortillas. They would bash them on the rocks and make them all... The woman would make them right there by whoa, hand. You whoa. know, so, so we got really good tortillas down there. <laughs>
0: you know, it's really interesting what you said, and I want to just bring it up before we go. This idea with um, the carbs that everybody are so down on these days. But if when you do really a lot of butter with them, it makes them happy, right? The body really likes them. So if you're going to eat potatoes, have a lot of butter with them.
1: Because there is an effect if you particularly eat Undercooked starch, yeah, it can get into your arteries and your capillaries and give you a stroke. Not good. that is actually true. You'll find you'll find that information on the internet because when Ray Peat first said that, it sounded so astounding. The research has been done, but just simply by cooking it well and adding butter as your insurance policy, it ain't going anyplace. <laughs> it will not get into your capillaries. It ain't
0: going anyplace, and that's what the butter does. It just that's
1: what the butter does, or, the right. or olive oil for people who don't like yeah. butter. For I mean, there might be someone allergic to it, but butter is our best choice. We take both olive oil and butter.
0: Hmm. Not long ago, I found some of those organic red potatoes, about this big, and I, I just have a toaster oven because my big oven doesn't work. I can't uh, don't have it in the budget to get it fixed, so I just put it in the toaster oven. I think at about I don't know three hundred degrees. And I cooked them suckers for about three hours, and man, they were good. You know, you know what I mean? They were really good. How do you know when they're dexterized? When you are really smashy, you can pull. Yeah,
1: if you do it without, and uh, if they're well done, and you do it without foil, they're dexterized. Are they? Yeah. And they're super ways. now. There's something called protein coagulation, even better. But you got to leave your oven on 24 hours a day to do it at 200 degrees. It's just not practical. And our landlords would probably evict us if we did something like that because their electric bill would go up so much. So we don't uh, don't do that.
0: It would be fun if you had a big gas stove that was so... um, It's hard to find, but you could set it at 200. You know, most of them you can't set it that low. It'd be good if you had a gas stove. You could do it two hundred, wouldn't it?
1: That's an advantage on uh, uh, on gas stoves, right? You, can, you can't. Yeah, you, know, you have to be careful setting the gas stove. Don't
0: I, I don't think you could do it that low. I don't. I don't think. I the, don't think. I don't uh, think the, the thermometer lets you do it that low. Maybe three hundred. It'd be fun. No, to you
1: would have to have some kind of a divider between the pan to like a kind of a warmer thing yeah. to do it. Yeah, you would need a electric oven for dexternization purposes uh, for uh, for a uh, for, for that low a temperature yeah, definitely. Yeah. but you could do it do you realize how hot it can get in glass in the Sun oh. you could actually that's how the Essenes invented dexternization they put it out in the Sun and it dexternized automatically when it gets up to a uh, 180 to 200 degrees in the Sun direct sunlight it's going to be
0: 105 I could just put some potatoes in a mason jar? In,
1: in an a upside-down fishbowl or something, and just put the glass and put black paper underneath it, and it'll be dextranized at least at 200, maybe more. You can actually cook meat in, in a making a plastic box with plastic and then a black paper. They have instructions how to do, make it for like $15, a solar oven, and they have really good solar ovens, tube forms, all kinds of things. You can cook meat. And, and that's for free. We could save money by just doing that, but it put an oven in your back. And it has nothing to do with the temperature. It's the direct rays of the sunlight. So if you're in Wisconsin mm. and you can get the direct sunlight on it, you can cook just as fast as you can in the heat of California or Mexico.
0: Really? So it's not so hot outside, it's actually the, the rays of the sun that's cooking the the meter, it's the
1: radiation that cooks it not the temperature people have trouble I, <clears throat> I was confused about that myself for a long time i thought it needed the heat the the radiation makes a different type of heat than your heat that you get from uh, sitting in the shade or in the house when it gets hot w- it's direct sunlight that radiates to you like when you go to a fireplace or you ever go to restaurants and then that heat beams at yeah. you it, when it's cold and you're warm that's the type of heat that uh, huh. a glass oven like that is using
0: have you ever cooked the potatoes outside in the sun i wonder how long it takes
1: <clears throat> a long time ago when i had a uh a girlfriend who was into solar ovens but this is the 80s i'm yeah. talking <laughs> a long time since then. but we've thought we've talked about doing it uh, we have uh our sun axis is kind of squirrely here we get a lot of shade which is good during the summer not so good during the winter but uh but uh we don't we're not doing it here because mm-hmm. we eat a lot of raw food too
0: yeah i guess like anything you would just tell when the when the potato is done you would just you know it's kind gotta...
1: of pretty much stick a fork in it. it is done barbara gal's an expert she's been doing she too well she was raised in Hungary where they were raised on potatoes, potatoes and she's yeah. been eating, loving them ever since I was raised in New Jersey on potatoes I've been loving them ever since and I'm not worried about deadly nightshades I, my favorite vegetables are tomatoes potatoes eggplants <laughs> all the nightshades pepper <laughs> <laughs> deadly nightshades even goji berries a lot of people don't realize that goji berries are deadly nightshades oh they're nightshades, so nightshades too so deadly huh? nightshades yeah. they are
0: Where did that whole nightshade thing come from? I mean, that's been around forever, right? People think it causes... Well, they do
1: have a different breathing pattern than others. Supposedly, the plant will release so much carbon dioxide at night that people fell asleep in the fields and didn't wake up. Come on. That's the story, and I can't validate that, but that's the story. (laughs) And so it got a reputation as being that, and they, they, what do they call the... uh, the tomato was called the poison apple or something like that poison it, apple. originally. Yeah. You know, people were afraid in America. I think it was Jefferson or some or Washington that first started eating tomatoes, and the greater population didn't do it until some guy went in front of uh, some government building in Washington D.C. on the step and ate a whole bunch of tomatoes, and they sat around waiting for him to die. <laughs> and when he didn't die, the tomato caught on, <laughs> and now we have tomato ketchup. We have tomato everything. Every. It's one of the Best selling vegetables in the entire world. We get most of them from China now. Oh, good. Italian tomato sauce comes from China. Okay. Both indirectly through China, two thirds of it, uh, one third of it sold to China, Chinese tomatoes through China, and then directly, and the one directly is 55% non tomato mm. and a lot of soy and, mm. and additives. So be careful of anything coming from China. And the United States does a little better. California has another third of it, but they do things that uh, might not be too good. Better to grow your own tomatoes or know where you, know the source, as you always know say. Know
0: the source. Yeah, boy. Know I've, the source. A couple of times I've visited Italy and tasted some of their tomato. You know, you go to these little restaurants and they just make them. They just make the sauce right there, you know. Whoa. Unbelievable.
1: You know, they come from South America, but the Italians, give them credit. They figured the tomato thing out. They the tomato. <laughs> they got that,
0: they got that no tomato doubt. thing, baby. And pizzas? Oh, my God.
1: I don't eat them now because of the melted cheese, because yeah. I used to eat a lot of them. <laughs>
0: but, you, you know, the, the pizzas in, in Italy are very, very little cheese, you know. Not like this country, you know. Not like Shakey's and Pizza Hut, yeah. Where it's just blob of cheese. In in Italy it's a lot of um fresh herbs and some tomatoes and a little bit of they'll grade some cheese, you know, kind of thing. Parmesan and a real nice crust. Yeah. Not a lot of cheese. Yeah. Not a lot of cheese. Not
1: like here. That's an I American cheese. Yeah, well yeah. I got fired because I didn't do the dishes uh, <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> Ultimately. <laughs> They they don't, they don't clean dishes in restaurants, so I'm scrubbing these giant pots, and they wanted me to just brush oh, them and throw them aside, but oh, God. so be it.
0: Well, so be it. You guys going to have fun today. What are you going to do? Anything fun? More fun? Research
1: is one of the things. We're on the computer. We'll get maybe a little sun, do things like that. Trash day. We have some chores to do, but Tours. otherwise, we both love to research. Vibrant Gal's on the computer over there. I'm on this one <laughs> and this one over here. And she's got two computers, too. And she's running a business. Uh, it isn't going too well now because people don't want to rent places anymore. They have too many restrictions. Uh, but Vibrant Gal's original job was renting villas to people. And really? she now gets occasional business. But they have done all kinds of – the in crowd has pushed her out of business. And in Mexico – Forget it. The cartels have basically put that out of business.
0: So is this separate from the what uh, what's that thing where they go? The housing? What do they call that? You know what I mean? The, where you where you go online and you find a, a, a apartment or a house in some city. What's that very famous?
1: You know yeah. what I mean. Uh, oh, uh, like a uh, bed and yeah, you no. Know, what uh, what is it? Called? Something like that. Uh, uh, I forget the name of that. But yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But that's a separate. Hey, she that, does. That's become illegal in Santa Barbara, yeah. by the way, to do that. Oh, good. Because they don't want. Uh, they want people to stay in the hotels. Oh. A Motel Six costs over four hundred dollars a night here. A Motel Six in Santa Barbara. It's. Out of
2: control.
0: Somebody just wants. Somebody just called wants to talk to you before we go. Hello, who's this?
2: This is Sean and Sharon up in Seattle. <laughs> you guys are just making me hungry Sean
0: here, kid, and Sharon, come God. on. Uh, what you doing, guys? I
2: just sent you. I just sent you guys a picture of our beef we just butchered on on our way out of town. Oh, let uh, me see. I
0: mean, let <laughs> Whoa! Look at look at that sucker.
2: Oh man, we look got at a the size of, you should,
0: I wish I could put this on. You should see the. Whoa!
2: Oh, uh, grass fed, grass finished. Did you buy uh, that whole thing? Oh yeah, I'm buying two of them. I I figured out this last year, because we you know when you when you uh, started going carnivore, I'm like, oh let's try that and this yeah. thing, We're just okay. so sure. you know, I was raised, you know, we grew our own everything, and and but uh, so then I was like, let me figure out how much steak we bought here this last year. You know, we have eating one steak a day and whatnot, and ten. Right. Thousand dollars is what I spent on steak
0: this last Whoa, no kidding ten thousand dollars
2: ten thousand dollars I'm, like, okay, I'm like okay that's it. i gotta get I, <laughs> I kept saying it you know you uh, keep saying something I'm like okay honey we got we gotta we get gotta do this, something forever <laughs> mean, yeah, i'm gonna
0: like get two, you I'm gonna two two thousand, get your beef picture
2: yeah'm show bucks on the beef I'm gonna show everybody your yeah. picture
0: your beef here you go ahead oh my check gosh. this out look at this Whoa.
2: Yeah, look at that! My Yikes. cousin <laughs> No, oh, so you it, it, you that, you it, buy it, the whole
0: cow and you you cut it yourself or you just you got a picture of the
2: we we were we my another buddy from uh, of mine we were gonna uh, cut and wrap it ourselves and whatnot because I went down to Oregon Sharon and I and bought a meat bandsaw and one of my buddies that's a you know heavy duty hunter he gets elk every year he got five kids and so they got couple elk every year four or five deer and they still buy more meat <laughs> and he's like yeah I'll take a beef too and everything and I'm like do you need more meat too he's like, oh yeah geez we go through like crazy I'm like alright so so how yeah, do you store
0: we, all this now do you freeze it
2: yeah I have uh, four test freezers and so I see yeah I am two, up, two, two upright freezers so yeah six freezers and so do
0: you, uh, do you yeah. vacuum pack them before you freeze them yep.
2: Uh, no, I'll uh-uh, just wrap really? them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll go through, well, figuring out how much we ate here this last year here. Uh, that's why I'm buying two beef. And so we'll go through one full beef every six months.
0: Wow. So, that's yeah. crazy. Grass-fed, huh? Yeah. Mm. Grass-fed.
2: Grass-fed, grass-finished, uh yeah, you know, grass, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. One of my other investor buddies over in uh, Idaho, um, he moved from Seattle. He got out of Seattle and moved over there, and he's raising six cows a year. And so I talked to him, oh, yeah, I got cows. So you do grass finish? Oh, no, no. They do a 1,000 to 1,500 pounds of grain to grain them out. Wow.
0: That's crazy.
2: And talk about 1,000 to 1,500 pounds of you know, nasty poison. Boy. Just to fatten them up so they can get a couple extra dollars. And you know. when I did that, when I when I heard that, I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was that bad and everything. But you know, we've we've done all organic, you know, forever and everything. You know, yeah. But you got the money, spend it and everything. And but uh, yeah, so.
0: Sean, I was at yep. Doctor Nunley's house uh, not long ago, and for dinner, and he he served us some uh, some beef, and I I I'm kind of looking for the name. You probably know it. It was like Aokasha, Awekasha. Do you know what Adam? Does that ring a bell? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm, no. Chandra I don't know that name. Anyway, no. I think it's the word they use for any beef from Japan, and then the the famous oh Kobe beef. Yeah, the Kobe. The, way, the Kobe not is the just.
2: Wagyu beef. Uh, well, I thought now, that was the Wagyu, the Wagyu beef from Japan or whatever. That's well, they really got Kobe expensive.
0: and then they got Wagyu, but then there's uh-huh. a there's another...
2: Another one.
0: Oh, here it is. I found it. Whoa. So here's the way it works, which I did my research. I... A-K-A-U-S-H-I. Akashi uh, beef.
2: Akashi. Oh. And that's
0: a name that they give to all beef from Japan, right? Because they do this special oh. way and, you know... They meditate with them and massage them. And they do all kinds of crazy things. So then the Wagyu or the Kobe, these are just subcategories of beef that is different from the Aikashi. Anyway, to end the story, this was the best piece of beef ever, ever in my lifetime. I took it home and I even emailed him and said, what was that beef? And it's very special kind of stuff and really expensive and people only have one or two cows, and, you know, the whole thing,
2: you know, but anyway. Right, nice. So well, when
0: you good. get rich, so when so when you get more rich and famous than you are, buy, buy an akashi, akashi beef. Yeah, get one.
2: Akashi beef. Well, Sharon, I, Sharon's recipe for her, uh, you know, when you when we did the carnival, you know, doing the stick of butter a day and whatnot. So take this, I mean— Anybody could do this. And I told her, you can going to need to patent this little mixture going on top of, you know, your beef. <clears throat> Take a stick of butter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 15, 20 garlic cloves. Uh, and and And, you know, mash them, whatever. Right. And I don't know if this is a, like a six ounce thing of uh, blue cheese. Blue uh, cheese. You know, little, little cup. Put it, put it in a pan, you know, mix it all up in there. You don't have to put it in a pan. You can just do it cold, too. But right. we've, we've made it simpler now. And then just put it in the fridge and everything. And then when you get your steak, after you're done cooking it, put, you know, four tablespoons, well, I mean, as much as you want. I mean, every bite I take with that. it's it's, And put that on top of your steak. Mm. Oh, my goodness.
0: It's really good, huh? Okay. Blue cheese, oh. garlic, and butter. It sounds pretty good.
2: That, that's it, and, and it is the best of the, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've never been a blue cheese fan, and yeah. not, I'm not a cheese guy, but uh, Sharon loves cheese, and so that was her mixture, and like, holy smokes, talk about every bite you, it's like, you know, I don't know, dipping dip your shrimp in butter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it, Sean, it, it thanks for just, showing
0: your beef yeah. picture, that's great, I'm glad you guys are cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you soon. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, bye
0: I want one of those big cows too, man.
1: Shoot, <laughs> you know they uh, Kobe. beef, they actually feed beer. It's Do they, they feed the a beer to it? it? To yeah, it. yeah. Probably rice beer, which is uh, in the United States. Remember, is Pearl Brewery still in action, or did they go out? Of I business? think
0: Pearl was in New Orleans last time I checked, wasn't it? Pearl, Pearl yeah, beer. Because they
1: were in San Antonio at one point. Oh and no, they had a, a rice beer. You're
0: right. No, no, it's San Antonio. Pearl. There's another beer in New Orleans. um... San Antonio is, is, is pearl beer. I think they're probably still around. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a rice beer. Unless they've changed now. Who knows? <laughs> and
0: then I think that then they sell this Wagyu. Very expensive. I've never had that one. But this Akashi, man, if you ever find this somewhere, A-K-A-U-S-H-I. I mean, maybe it was just because Dr. Nunley gave it to me. You know, because I love him. <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: You will probably get. I bet. I bet you're going to get an email from a friend of mine who's Japanese who knows a lot about Kobe oh, and different types. Oh, yeah, I have
0: him. Have him. Yeah, email he's him. an
1: expert. A good. Yeah. Good friend of mine. Uh, that will. You'll probably get an email because he listens to your shows regularly.
0: Akashi, A K A U S H I. Wow, it's yes, amazing. He will know. <laughs> he will know. Yeah, they, it's it's funny. They do some wild things to this. Like the Raigu and the, the Kobe. I think they pray over them. They do, they do all kinds I of stuff. I think they do. And something they, like that. Oh, which, is, which is cool, huh? Well, kid, we got to go well, no, He I, also
1: wrote a book called When to Eat What, by the way. <laughs> he has
0: a book called When to Eat What?
1: Yeah, which uh, has a lot of quotes for me in it. He's a good friend of mine. was a former roommate of mine, an Adonis initiate, and good buddy. And his name? Elliot Yamamoto.
0: Oh man, he's from Japan.
1: He is. Actually, he's from Hawaii. He was born in Hawaii, and he knows. Uh, he is a. Uh, he's a, a storehouse of information. Uh-huh. I have learned a lot of things about uh, noni and about uh, different types of uh, different types of foods and fishing. He he is an expert fisher. He can catch fish where no one catches fish. Et cetera, et cetera. Interesting guy.
0: Where does he live? Where does he live?
1: He's now living, God, I think he's still in Arizona now. He's mm-hmm. moving around a lot now, but he's lived a long time in Flagstaff, in Sedona, in Prescott, uh, in Tucson with me when I was a roommate with him. Yeah, I'm a And of course, he first lived in Kauai. So of course. Before I went up there, I I had a different connection. Then I found out that uh, he his parents had landed in Kauai, and he was raised there. And I met both of his parents; wonderful people. Hmm. And uh, Kauai is it my oh one of my favorite. Me too. I in the was just world. about to say that's
0: probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever <laughs> been on this earth plane is Kauai, Hawaii, folks. If you ever get a chance to go, just go and. You don't need anything but flip flops and shorts, and that's it. And it doesn't change. And it rains every day. There's so many flowers there. Um, phew,
1: amazing. <laughs> the flower Rainbow Island, they call it, because there's rainbows every day. Every and day. Waterfalls all over the place. Waterfalls
0: everywhere. I think it's where they uh, they shot a good good portion of Jurassic Park. There they there, did on the and, north and shore. And they
1: got caught in the hurricane.
0: Oh, did they? Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's, scared the heck out of Steven Spielberg. They did the James Bond helicopter scene uh, in in Kauai too. Lots of movies have been Elvis has been there, yeah. uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, etc. If I could Big sneak, if I island. could sneak
0: Doodle in there because they're total Vax Nazis in Hawaii. You can't bring, you, you're not supposed to. I say you can't. There's always a way, smuggle them in. But you, you, you to, to bring a dog in Hawaii, you don't want to. You don't even think about it. But if I could smuggle Doodle in there, I'd live in Kauai (laughs) in a heartbeat. And you wouldn't have to go anywhere else, man. Just write your screenplays. Write your screenplays and watch the rainbows.
1: (laughs) Lots of rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. I I spent probably over six months there. Did you? On and off. I made about five, six trips there. Thanks to a good friend of mine, Finance. (laughs) Beautiful. He's a prosperity guy. He definitely can live it. So he rubbed off on me by treating me to most of those trips
0: our listeners and viewers on BitChute and audio if you ever you know just do yourself a favor save the money and just take your significant other to Kauai, even for a week <laughs> yeah you know okay yeah. you'll be good right you'll be good if
1: okay. you don't take your honeymoon in dripping springs then go to kawaii then, then go
0: to Kauai you know just go to Kauai all right adam we love you thanks for everything what a great show we are and I've I've been taking notes. This got so much stuff, I don't know how we're gonna even get it on the note page. Okay, Adam, tell them about uh your your thing, how you support yourself. Give yourself a plug here before we go.
1: Solartiming.com. That's where all the books are. And we have a ninety-nine dollar uh all the time, as long as I'm alive and probably beyond. Uh, where it's 99 books with blogs and times of day, foods and herbs and everything, and how to calculate the time and lots of other information on it. And meanwhile, we sell our books up to about 40 or 50 now, journals uh, uh, on everything from uh, mind over matter to sex to uh, colon to you name it. Uh, check the site out, and you'll see quite a variety. I advertise a lot on uh, Facebook too, uh-huh. so you can find me on Facebook. Uh, we're on there a lot.
0: <laughs> I know you. I see you. Yeah, I see you. I get it. I some see on you the, too on the feed. When, when
1: you're not being kicked off. Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: when I'm not in Facebook jail, which is all the I'm still in <laughs> Facebook jail.
1: Speak <laughs> a little bit. There's just a couple of words you have to be careful. I know,
0: I, boy. You don't want to do the global warming, Green New Deal. That'll get you. Vaccines They'll that'll get, get you their, in jail right, um, I'm not really in jail right now, but I am way down on the feed. I don't know how that works, but that's where they have me now, where less people see you. you know <laughs> they try to just you know get to, get your goat any way they can.
1: you know what I mean they yeah. do I think I'm in a partial bubble, too You're in a partial bubble I too. say too many things about the medical police state, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't get me kicked off, but it might be doing other things. But I avoid the B word, and I avoid anything with climate in it, oh, yeah. Or anything with white. With Surprisingly, the word white, even if you say something good about black or white, you get in trouble with the bots. <laughs>
0: yeah, the bots catch you. You know, that's funny. You can, you can actually publish a story that is really um, against... This whole climate change, or, or for it, rather, for it, climate change thing. But the bots just eat you when you say climate change, you know. They don't want any, you know, these people are, they're, they're psychopaths, they're Nazis, you know, they don't want anybody uh, talking about this stuff, just them, you know, just them.
1: They are, that's how they control the news, sure. they don't let you see it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. their main strategy. That's right, you can't if see it. You don't this. see it, out of sight, out of mind. You
0: can't see this, no, you can't see this. Oh, God. Well, you guys have fun. I love you, Guy. I love to uh, vibrant Thank you, gal. Patrick. It's always fun having you here. Adam's on the first Monday and the third Wednesday that we call Adam 2.0. Take care of yourself. And
1: support Patrick. He's, you've got the greatest archives. So it, it's it's unbelievable archives. Use the search function. Thanks. Thanks. Love Pat. you, Patrick. Love you too, mm-hmm. brother.
0: Take care. Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition, solartiming.com is what you want because that's where all the good stuff is. Solartiming.com. And, uh, you know, buy a, few, uh, buy a few of these e-books and kind of dive into some things like that would, you would never even think. I mean, why not do it? Mind Hacking for the Millions. Butterflies Need No taxidermist. That's his old timer. Okay, we are going to join you tomorrow, and we're going to talk about some aspects of soul, mind, body my favorite subjects that nobody really talks about in the way that we do and that's why we choose to come on now and then and do it because if nobody else is going to talk about it we are going to talk about it. We have been very blessed to download information about how this whole reality works. I don't know. I, I don't know. How I, it just comes in. Um... I kind of know how it works. I can even talk about that tomorrow. Um, Not that I'm that smart. No, no, no. I don't claim... Not that I'm spiritually evolved. No, I don't claim that. All I know is my great desire to know what the truth is. Spirit says, yeah, you want to see something here? Check this out. And you download it. So, the reason I tell you this, not to convince you that I'm so cool, which I'm not. I'm a nice guy. But, you know... Um, a nice guy, you know, but if you have a deep desire to know anything, I don't care what it is, chess, fishing, I don't, whatever, and you really want to know about it, you just start asking God, dear big G, I want to become an expert at crawfishing or whatever it is, it doesn't matter, it's all there. That information is there, not on the internet. No, 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 no. It's there in the ethers, in the collective unconscious. It's there from lifetimes of people who have gone crawfishing or played chess. It's just there. And when we ask and we really want to know, seriously, and put some energy into it, maybe start buying books, you really get the juices flowing. And here's the most important point. You have to think about it. Because that's how we manifest everything by what we think. So if you just say, Dear God, I want to learn how to play chess like the greatest chess player ever and you ask and you go to sleep and you don't ever do anything else about chess but you think God's going to download it all There's a saying that my teacher told me one time, lots of times, that when we give 110%, God kicks in the rest. Not 100. But when we give 110% to learn something or to do something, or then that's when God kicks in the rest. That's how it works. Because we are not on the welfare system. God is not a communist woke, lefty welfare. Just the opposite. That's why these people are so dangerous. Because they don't get it. They don't understand creation. They don't understand personal responsibility. They don't understand they have to work for what you get. They don't understand any of that. They think government should just give you stuff because you need to be on your phone. People are dangerous, and they want to program your kid to do the same thing. So turn off your TV, unplug it, throw it out. Be very careful what you watch on the internet or where you go. And be careful what movies you go see, too, because Hollywood is infested with these people. They run in the whole show there. I love you all. Thank you very much. May the blessings be. See you tomorrow. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com.